Ag Tire Talks, Driving Yield Through Tire Technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner with Ag Tire Talk here. I'm with Rick Harris, GRI Regional Sales Manager. Thanks for being on the show today. Well, good morning, James, and good morning, the United States. Well, good, good. So, um, you know, traveling around, Rick, I got to tell you, one of the things I get is like, who, who's GRI? Okay. Um, so, like, what does it even stand for, GRI? Well, the actual name of the company, James, is Global Rubber Industries. Okay. But as I conduct the training presentations and talk to different customers, I try to get them to understand that GRI really stands for a great return on investment. Okay. And that's what we're all about, is building a high-performing, value-oriented tire that's affordable for the American people. Good, good. So let's just do a broad overview of the lines. It's it seems like you've got a, a robust radial R1W line. Does is, do you really, for the most part, have sizes that cover uh, pretty much soup to nuts on that line uh, for the North America marketplace? For the North America marketplace, we do. The GRI is started in Sri Lanka, which is an island off the southern coast of India. Mm-hmm. So initially, their product lineup was European. So we have a lot of 65 series and 70 series that aren't yet in North America that are coming this way. But we also have a robust line of 85, 80, 90, and 95 series in the R1W radials. Standard row crop stuff look like. And also looks like you say four-wheel drive as well. I saw some 710, 70, 42s on there. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And some flotations, some 650, 65, 38s, that kind of thing. Good, good. So pretty much if you're a tire dealer um, in the U.S., for the most part, you've got a, a pretty, pretty much all the sizes for our marketplace. When it comes to radio, we have a very good lineup. Nobody has everything. No, no, no. We have pretty much everything that you're going to need for bread and butter wise. And then when it comes to uh, others, we also have a full line of bias R1s when there's plenty of farmers out there still operating the bias and both radial and bias flotation when it comes to the 22.5, 26.5. Okay. Good, good. I noticed that um, you you have a, a pretty robust line of bias flotation, a couple of sizes of radial. Is it your intent to grow that flotation line in the radial as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Last year, we initiated product development on up to the 710-40-26.5. That was the limit of our equipment at the time. We've expanded our plant. Our Well, our plant expansion will be finished at the end of March, which is a 40% plant expansion. And it's not only expanding our capacity, but our ability to build larger and larger sizes. Yeah, 710, 40, 26, five is a big old tire. So, well, good. Okay. All right. Well, that gives the overview of GRI. So let's get into really the nuts and bolts of what uh, the podcast is all about, driving yield through tire technology. You've got a few new offerings. It's my understanding you're entering now into the VF marketplace. Is that correct? That is correct. We started product development on both IF and VF. And that's educated myself really on what makes an IF or VF tire. How is it constructed? 
You want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, apparently, around the, the beat area where the tire is held onto the rim, they wrap the body plies. And typically, the body ply wrap stops shortly after the beat area. On an IF or VF, it extends down the sidewall of the tire. And then they also put in a wedge into the bead area mm -hmm. to hold it on the rim at lower air pressure. And with an IF and VF, they add an extra wedge kind of on the outside that extends about three quarters of the way down the tire. So you'll notice on an IF or VF, the tire construction actually holds some of the weight as opposed to a non-IF or VF tire where the air chamber or the air in the chamber holds the weight. So the sidewall construction. Yeah. So really a, a traditional tire for all intents and purposes, the air carries load. But the cool thing about VF technology is that that sidewall casing or carcass carries some of the load. Hence, we can run it at the lower air pressures and VF at the 40% lower air pressure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And give you a bigger footprint for less soil compaction, better traction, better ride. And as I understand it from the engineers, they also compound the lower part of the sidewall near the tread area that's going to flex with a compound that's resistant to heat. Because that's very important because it's going to flex a lot more in that smaller area. Great point. Great point. When you're deflecting that sidewall, it's got to be more robust and it's got to have all those technical pieces, parts perfected to make sure that the longevity is there, which is exactly what you're saying. Excellent. Absolutely. I got to tell you, I'm excited about these next few sizes that you had brought up in preparation for this. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. First of all, the line is ultimately going to be a very robust VF line, going to be able to cater to most applications in the North American marketplace. Is that correct? That is correct. Excellent. Absolutely. We want to increase our offerings of IF and VF and CFOs because that is what the market demands. We want to help the producers here in America increase their yield through less soil compaction, and we want to help them make more money through less rolling resistance, better traction, less slippage. <laughs> I could have scripted it better for this uh, podcast. Thanks for that. Well, and with that being said, so you're going to have that full line. Let's talk about some exciting sizes you just got on the docket. Let's first yeah. start with the sprayer application. VF380 9046? Yes. Right? Yes, correct. Why don't you get 173D? 173D, excellent. Yes. And you also, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got a flotation offering as well. What size are you offering in that? The 650 6538 for those folks who want to put on the flotation for pre-emergent applications. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So why don't you tell us um, a little bit, is this the same mold complement as the standard R1, but just with VF stamping, or is this a different, tread, uh, slightly different tread design? This is the same tread design okay. with different construction. Got it. Okay, great. Yeah. So with that being said, and all of your molds, I think are within the last couple of years or so, these are very new Absolutely. We started right. producing the pneumatic tires in 2018. So everything is three and a half years or less. Very, very fresh um, products by, by all means. And it's a traditional continuous angle, right? Um, yes. Tread design. Okay. Now is the, um, the sprayer, is it R1 or is it R1W? Some people do a little different on that. 
The industry has a rule about tread depth with respect to R1 and R1W, but it doesn't seem that manufacturers across the board, and I'm not speaking <laughs> for any other manufacturer, but it doesn't seem like anybody really follows the rules specifically. Some call a tire deeper than ours, an R1, and some call a tire shallower than ours, an R1W. So we'll call ours in different sizes, R1 or R1W, based on what the engineers come up with, but it really doesn't give the consumer the right information. You really have to look not at the R1 versus R1W. You have to look at the tread depth yourself. Very good. Now, in the VF380 9046, you know, a sprayer tire, we just did a blog contribution on that. The sprayer typically tire has a little bit lower void ratio, right? Um, yes. Just because it's a little bit better roading. Is this VF380 9046 specifically made for the sprayer application in the 173B? Yes, it is. Absolutely for the sprayer application. And you are absolutely correct with more lugs to give you better roadability. Excellent. Excellent. And that's a right. big deal, right? Because, you know, we don't want to just have someone out there slap a 380-9046. That's a traditional ag tire in the sprayer application, right? Because it's just not going to run as it's meant to on these high performance. The 380-9046 fits an R4038 sprayer. I think that's probably a 1200 gallon. We're talking about all kinds of weight and speed. And um, we want to make sure that everyone not only is safe, but gets the best performance out of their equipment. So Yeah, not, not putting the correct tire into the right application. I have an analogy that I've used for years. It's kind of like putting a high school player into an NFL game. And he may last a quarter, but he's not going to last the game. And he's not going to perform and win you that Super Bowl. So what we want to do is design a, a tire that is specific to an application and we're going to educate our customers so that they can educate their customers and the producer as to the specific tire that will work best for their application. Well, excellent. excellent. Let's talk about load indexes and speed indexes. You know, that's a 173D, 40 miles per hour. You nailed it Yeah. You know, um, on that. So let's talk about the load index for your 650, 65, 38. That is a 169D. So still 40 miles per hour. The last year's pre-COVID or pre-pandemic, when I went to the National Farm Machinery Show and the Farm Progress Show, every sprayer had a 40 mile per hour sign on it. And if it had a 40 mile per hour sign on it, we probably need to make it a 50 mile an hour tire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we, we are continuing to see the evolution to faster speed range. You know, it's a big point. I want to make sure that our listeners are clear on that. The VF 650, 6538, oftentimes you do not see the D speed rating on that. So for our listeners out there, D is 40 miles per hour. We highly encourage you to look to make sure when you put in those flotation packages on, to make sure you've got always the load, but also the speed, right? Because there are a number of slower speed offerings out there for the sprayer flotation fitment. So I want to be just clear on that. Okay. Yeah. The characteristics of the load index and speed rating is important. And also the transport air pressure versus the field operation air pressure is very important. And that's something that the producer needs to pay attention to. And it's a very difficult thing for them to pay attention to at this point, because who has a compressor truck following their tractor in the field or on the road? So, you know, we're working towards that in the industry, developing systems for automatic inflation and having 
the ability to scale your equipment so that you know what the correct air pressure should be given how you've outfitted your sprayer and our tractor for the application that you're using it. Amen. Amen. Well, excellent. So there's one other um, focal point with um, the lineup that I'd like to touch on. So let's talk about your VF710-7042, the load speed index, and where you think that thing is going to land as far as an application in the North America marketplace. Yeah, it's mainly a four-wheel drive tractor. It's a 179D. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. It is not for pulling pans. We want to be very um, clear about that. We don't want to put our 710-7042 into that, that application. It's not designed for that. It's, it's not a scraper surface that. tire. Correct. The, you know, and that's a good point. You know, what I'm seeing out there is a lot of times in the scraper service, the trend is, is to go down from R1W to R1 if you're going to do that. And that just puts a little bit less stress on the, the, um, the lug. But, you know, I just compliment you and GRI for being clear about that, because at the end of the day, we, we'd rather have, know up front what, what the thing should be going on. Well, we want our customers, we want the American producers to have a very good experience with GRI. And in the last three and a half years, we've had excellent feedback and testimonials um, from several different producers one in South Georgia, some in Ohio, that have incredible experiences operating the GRI, but you have to have the correct tire in the correct application, because if you do put the high school player in the NFL game, <laughs> it's not the tire manufacturer's fault. Amen, amen. All right, yeah. so any closing thoughts on your new VF line? You know, we're excited that it's coming out in joining that uh, arena, that market. Yeah, highly technical uh, we arena. think that it's really gonna help the American producers uh, increase yield and uh, save some fuel and some labor costs. And we know those three things are at the top of your list uh, when you're looking at your bottom line at the end of the year. Uh, something that GRI also did here this past fall, and I didn't mention it to you, James, but I will now, and that is when you're mixing up compounds, and we have five different compounds in the GRI line, it's very important to control the mix. Just as when cooking, you know, if you have different people mixing up the ingredients, you may have varied quality when you go to assemble them. Well, we built a $25 million mixing facility okay. last fall so that we can mix our compounds. So when we say it has our X compound, our stubble compound, our ozone compound, we can control the quality of those compounds. So let's talk about stub stubble compound. Are, do all of your ag tires have stubble or is it just select particular lines? All of our radial ag has okay. stubble Excellent. compound and all of our radial ag have a three-year field hazard and stubble damage. Rate. Okay, that's robust. Yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Okay. And we also offer um stubble compound in our implement tires and in our hockey stick flotation the fl 700 and we offer those in two different variants one with the compound and one with the compound with the associated warranty the ones with the associated warranty will have a branding on the sidewall stubble resistant excellent excellent well that's a wrap anything else to add no we just look forward to uh the endearing of ag tire talk and continuing to increase the technology and yield of the American producer. Thanks yeah, for having thank me Thank you on. again. It's, it's, 
opportunities like this that I continue to see push the envelope and the awareness, which is the big deal, of how highly technical tires drive, really drive the yield through tire technology and oftentimes pay for themselves. So, you know, it's just great to be out in the market. Just was at um, National Farm to see the awakening happen. And you play a significant role in that. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having us on.